it all stems back to childhood. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we we can't. That's not, what they say. We're not going to get into this it. This is what they We're mean not going to get into it. By childhood we're trauma. We're not getting no, okay, but we're not going to get into it. This is just I think we have strictly school. We're into it. Let's school. begin. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dear 16. My name is Alina and I'm Zaina. On today's episode, we're going to discuss knowing your rights and from the perspective of never learning about it in school, you know, how how to behave and how to act when a police approaches you and knowing about how much information they're entitled to, the importance of saying no, and also first aid you know how to how to take care of yourself um especially in a private place in a public place how to take care of other people and the rights involved with that as well i think for the police thing i think it's important for kids to know you know school to be taught in school what your rights are because if you get pulled over for instance you know assuming you're like 2018 and up at this point if you get pulled over and police officer starts asking you a bunch of questions you need to know how much information they're entitled to mm. because if you if you keep giving away all this stuff it could turn into a whole thing you know especially under like stress or pressure yeah. and then there's also like the other dynamic of like what gender and race you want how that can turn into a whole thing yeah um because and, if you look I'm so sorry oh, it's okay <laughs> go ahead now I was just I was saying like yeah. and depending what school you go to in in what country it's important to teach you those things especially if it's you know you're from a country where typically you leave to another country to for f- higher education and stuff mm-hmm. like so Bazen and I uh, live we lived in Sri Lanka and the majority of people there moved to like the UK Canada and US those are like the big Australia, Australia. Well, yeah. yeah those are the big ones so going to another country how to handle all of that and stuff you yeah. know I, I mean support. it's big because you spoke about like gender and race but you you think that like even in Sri Lanka if you were of certain religion or ethnicity it would impact yeah how you would be approached by certain law enforcement yeah. not all of them so you think that like in your country there would be some I don't know if advantage is the right word mm-hmm. but I understand like us as brown people going to like a white majority country and then you're kind of pointed at differently but in your own country when you're pointed at as the other it's a completely different ball game as well yeah and we weren't ever taught that in school mm-hmm. you'd maybe see it on TV you'd see through like like the american shows and the british shows yeah. how how different law enforcement treat different people you know based mm-hmm. on how they dress based on their names on their id mm-hmm. then sometimes even if you know those rights and even if you do know the law like how much information they're entitled to you may be you may be pushed or forced to give out information that you may not be comfortable talking about yeah and there was nothing about this in school like nothing about law and your own rights yeah so it was always just okay whatever people say you have to do it yeah that was the mentality right yeah and you could very quickly move on to our other point of like the importance of saying no yeah because if we ever said no while we were in school you were seen as someone who was so disrespectful to someone who was yeah. older but really saying no is your right if you didn't want to do something you know like with with respect obviously and 
yeah like if you weren't allowed to say no and you were forced to do something that you weren't very comfortable doing that that leads on to like different consequences like that's a, that's a whole traditional thing like being disrespectful to your elders and how it's a one way thing you have to be respectful to them to them but don't expect it the other way around exactly yeah so i think I mean, I know you wanted to say go into our next point, but I just I please just, go back. I yeah, yeah. D- dally a little bit this way with the police thing. I mean, there are also I and I've noticed this kind of only happens in America. Not to uh, say that it doesn't happen in other countries, but from what I've read, it I've only read about it in America where men dress up as police officers and they like make their cars look like police cars, and then they pull women over and they say, "Okay, you have to come with me" and stuff like that. Right. So there are also questions. There are questions we can ask the police officers. Like, can I see your red? Like, can I see your license and stuff? Yeah, I didn't know that, and I don't think many people know that. So yeah, like like you said, because of the power dynamic, you just think that you need to yeah bow down to whatever they say. Yeah, yeah. So I think like questions to ask them, and knowing what questions they're allowed to ask you is yeah. really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now we can move on to uh, saying no. Yeah, you're right. And um, I I don't know. Um, no is a full sentence with, with what people don't realize. Mm. And um, it, 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 it covers, a, it's a whole umbrella thing. There's so much to cover for that. But. Yeah. And you, I think we can start off with looking at how certain kids were seen and treated whenever they said no. Yeah. Because, like, we had the same mentality back then where, so, like, if someone said no, would you think, oh, my God, that that's just so rude of them. <gasps> yeah, they shouldn't have said it. Like, yeah. you know, you're not you're not meant to say something like that to them. But, and so they, this kid would, like, carry the image of being a very disrespectful person. But now when you look at it, they were literally just standing up for what they needed to stand yeah. up for. Like, they know their boundaries. They know how, how far they can go with something. And, like you said, no is a whole sentence in itself. And it carry it doesn't have to carry such negative circumstances when it comes to someone standing up for themselves. I mean, think about it, right? Like, if, if, a, if a woman said no, it just means, like, in some connotation, it just means that, oh, it, she can't do it. Mm-hmm. But really, what she may be trying to say, I guess, like it doesn't even apply to me, it applies to everyone. But like, to in someone's eyes, saying no may mean they can't do it. But really, to the other person, they're like, no, I know my limits, and this is something I know I don't want to do. So it's interesting the consequences the kid who faces, the kid who says no faces, mm. because every time someone did say no, every time someone did speak back. It was like this big thing, but when you think about it, it's like, oh, wait, they're right. Yeah. No, no, and that's something you said, like, speak back, right? Yeah. That's like the... Talk men- back, yeah. yeah. like the mentality we had. Yeah. If we rejected something and said no, it, it just meant that we spoke back to them that with the utmost disrespect. Yeah. And no one saw it as just a boundary. Yeah. And that's how you become like a people pleaser. It's like, well, no, I feel bad. Yeah. To say no, to not do this thing. It's like, but why? It all stems back to childhood. Oh my god. 
Well, we can't. That's we're not, what they say. We're not going to get into this it. This is what they We're not going to get into it. By childhood we're trauma. Not get, okay, but we're not going to get into it. This is just... I think we have. Strictly school. We are into it. Let's school begin. School system. <laughs> <laughs> and while we move on really swiftly from that point, you think about how no is so important out in the real world. Yeah. I mean... Think about pay. If your pay is too low, sometimes... Uh, I get it. Like uh, Keeping it, like, the circumstances aside, sometimes you have no choice but to do a job or you have... Sometimes you're left with no choices. But theoretically, if you believe that you're not being paid enough, do you just let people walk all over you mm-hmm. or do you stand up and say no? Because think about it. Like, the teacher and student dynamic... It, it has its own power dynamic like a boss and a, an employee it mm-hmm. has its own dynamic so those dynamics you're you're always going to face them in the real world and like you said you cannot afford to be a people pleaser it's draining yeah. it's tiring you lose yourself you lose yeah. your boundaries you lose your principles you know like your your salary may be low so but people keep piling on the work are you allowed to say no if you say no, does that mean you lose your job? Like how, you, where are your standards at? Where are your rights at? Yeah. You know, you're allowed to say no. You have to say no. It's the same thing with, you think about the bigger picture. Like when we witness protests, you're standing up against something. That's people coming yeah. together in solidarity for something that they disagree on. Either they support something, so they're against something else. Or they're against something that's being supported by other Either people. Either way, you're against something. Yeah. And... You come together to say no. Like, you know your rights and you're establishing your rights. <laughs> exactly. And actually, I have a real-world example. Go on. I, I'm going to tell the world. I'm going to tell the world. My name is Alir and I earn six fifty an hour working in retail. <laughs> and it is terrible. Mm. And uh, I do the most. I really do. I'm passionate about stocking. <laughs> And standing and greeting <laughs> at the door. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go when I, my next shift is next week. I'm going to go and I'm going to be like, hello. Yeah. Give me some more. Yeah. Money, not work. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll come back with results. It might be like the next episode. Hey, guys. So. <laughs> I don't have a job right now. It didn't now. work. <laughs> no, but I'm going to do it. I will. Yeah. So, because, guys, listen, life. Okay, here we go. It's too short to be getting paid six fifty an hour. I should make it more general, not so specific to me. Life is too short to be getting paid a small amount of money per hour. So just go and say no. This is not a motivational talk. Then what is this? <laughs> well, go- going back to the school system. The school point, system. That's all. Ed- the educational <clears throat> point. <laughs> <laughs> the educational point being mm. you need to know how much you're worth you need to know your standard legally but also like emotionally and mentally yeah i agree um another thing that i wish we were taught about in school was first aid mm-hmm. what do you do when someone passes out what do you think we should do Zena? Wrong, because we weren't taught, we weren't taught what to do in school. Um, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm completely lost with it. Like, I, I only learned about CPR very recently, but... Was that in school? 
Absolutely not. There I said you very go. recently. <laughs> Literally last year. Then I was 30 years old and unemployed. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, like absolutely lost on it. Yeah. Completely lost. How do you take care of yourself in a situation? Who do you call in a certain situation? Mm-hmm. If there is someone who... Something has happened to them and you're in a public space. Are you... Say you're not qualified. Mm-hmm. Are you someone who is allowed to help or to help assist? Yeah. Are you allowed to do that? But then you have to think about that person's rights. You cannot just, even if it is a qualified person who is helping out a person in need, you cannot just go to them and touch them and plug them in and like yeah. test their things. You, if they are conscious, you have to ask them if you are allowed to help them. Yeah. You cannot just go smother them with your gloved hands that's not how it works and if they are unconscious then you have to assume that they will they would need your help but knowing us as kids like like what would you do Mm -hmm. and learning basic cpr i think is like i believe is a skill that everyone needs to know what if you're the only one in the house apart from someone else and they need your help what if the ambulance is coming, but they don't have time to wait. Yeah. It's because you will never, ever know when you need CPR. Yeah. So, or you, no, I'm not just saying just CPR, like first aid, doing a stitch or, you know, like propping someone up so they can try and breathe more clearly. Like the slightest things that every basic human needs help with. How? I mean, we've got ambulances and nurses on strike. I think we should know. The bare minimum. I mean, yeah. even when it comes to medicine, if you have a headache, take this. If you're, you know, if you have a cold, take this. I still, yeah. I will admit it to the world. I still need to ask my mom what I need to take when <laughs> I have a cough. Yeah. Okay. Zena would would say the same. I'm a little better now. She, you know some things? Yeah, I know some things now. <laughs> you have yeah. a list? No, I'm not telling you. <laughs> Please? <laughs> <laughs> but, the, yeah, the po- you know, and I actually, I have a story, might I share? Well, the second story for the day, guys. Okay. I know, we're getting a bit crazy. Uh, but th- there was this time, I think I was like about eight, eight years old and um, we had dance class at school mm-hmm. and we had just finished dance class mm-hmm. and the teacher had like left to go get something and we were all like lined up outside because she has to take us back to our classroom. Yeah. Otherwise we would get lost. Yeah, anyway. absolutely, yeah. And uh, one of my friends, uh, so she had a brother who was like her same age and in the same class and he was like, he was like jumping everywhere and I think he hit his head on the wall and he passed out. And I remember like all of us like just looking like, huh? And then she's like, she was like yelling. She's like, help me. And then she just like carried him and she took oh. him to the nurse's office. And we were all just like watching her. Yeah. And like we were eight years old. Like, they're not going to teach us like what like CPR yeah, and yeah. stuff. But my point is, I have no doubts the same exact thing would have happened if we were like 15 or 16. Yeah. We're all just looking. Because it happens in the real world too. Yeah. Instead, people take out their phones and film everything. Mm. But um, the point is, we should know what to do. Yeah. And I think it should be lessons that are, or subjects that should be taught, it should be normalized in the education system. Yeah. I feel like it may be there a little bit more right now, but when we were in school, it was zilch. Mm -hmm. Like, learning about it would be like learning about the reproductive system. We had no idea what we were doing. So, normalizing, learning about real world 
situations and how best to adapt yourself to them is so important like if we had like a life skills class yes exactly yeah mm-hmm. how to how to adapt around different people you know like not everyone can, has access to or can adapt to the same type of treatment so what do you do in those circumstances who do you who do you talk to how do you address these situations how you know like the like medical terminology things like that um i think would have been so very helpful when we were in school maybe like i mean nothing ever drastic happened in order for us to really need those skills but but it would have been very important to educate us on it either way to sum up the potential solutions that we could embed in our school system would be to first of all teach teach the kids their rights yeah maybe make it into a song pulls you up and you go my rights and then you start and then you remember what your rights are because kids remember things through song everybody knows that you seen sound of music it's how they memorize <laughs> how to sing and zaina um, zaina no you go ahead and please. then you know teaching them first aid basics mm. yep yep and what ointments to use how to do cpr mouth to mouth resuscitation yeah. is it it's not always needed now yeah, yeah. it's not needed it's what's the other one not mouth it's i mean you can use a ventilation mask ventilation mask and i think and also knowing your rights and the patient's rights within first aid as well exactly and the most uh prominent one being listen up listen up my god <laughs> <laughs> the importance of saying no there we go uh you know having a very healthy and progressive mindset to work towards using that word yes. that it doesn't always mean that you are being disrespected and i think allowing kids to say no mm-hmm. make it okay to say no because that's where kids will learn to stand up for themselves as opposed to just bowing down and pleasing everyone and obviously teach it in a in a, in a healthy way not yeah. just you go to your parents and see, you say no to everything yeah 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 you know, exactly because just don't become a people pleaser for the sake of yourself just don't and make life skills a subject in school yeah i want to see it on the timetables i want to see it on the timetables i don't know what she's yelling at me <laughs> Thank you. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we really made a difference in 12 minutes. Thank you so much everybody for listening. It's a little longer than 12 minutes. Wow, it's 18. <laughs> wow. 18. You can sample that into my sentence to be full. 18. <laughs> Thank you so much everybody for listening. Yeah. Really appreciate your time. And But if you didn't want to listen, you could say no. Wow. There we go. See, listen. I'm ready. You should say that though we spend a good amount of time working Please on this. Please listen. Yeah. <laughs> And cue the music. And that is a wrap on today's episode of Dear 16. My name is Alina and I'm Zaina. Make sure to stay connected with us on our socials, Trashed Films, on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube.